You are listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. During these podcasts, we'll be exploring all of the different opportunities that we get to seize the day on a daily basis and what tools and what changes we can make in order to grab those goals. Are you ready to make change? Hello, 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 podcast lovers. How are you all? It's Thursday. I am Natalie and you are listening to Seize the Day. Now, I hope you're all well. It feels like forever since I've done this, so I hope all's well in your world. Uh, I think, crikey, the last few shows have been interviews and my most recent show was a compilation, which was delicious. But I haven't actually done this and spoken for what feels like forever. So you've got me all to yourself today. Uh, Now, what can I tell you? What's happened over the last few months? I'm still not eating meat, which is great. I had a wonderful conversation with my eldest, Jamie, yesterday. He asked me if I was still a vegetarian, to which I replied, yes, I am. But mama, you eat sausages and they're from pigs. I'm like, no, darling, they're vegetarian sausages. Oh, bless him. He actually thought (laughs) the pigs were vegetarian and it was still pigs that were in the sausages. Oh, it melted my heart. So gorgeous. Uh, what else to tell you? I'm off to, on a rugby tour this weekend. And I say my, I'm off on a rugby tour. It's actually, it's my son's club, his rugby club that are going on tour to Somerset. So we're taking a, a coach there on, on Friday after school when the children are finished for the bank holiday weekend. <laughs> Should be interesting. Lots of, lots of dads, me and lots of, well, lots of kids. So it's going to be quite raucous, um, I imagine. Uh, There'll be a few beverages consumed and lots of good fun, I am told. So I'll fill you in once I get to the other side of that. Um, And I've had lots going on uh, the past few weeks, which is why I've not been online much recently, uh, um, in case, well, a few of you have noticed and been in contact, which is lovely. I won't go into the detail, but suffice to say, um, it's been quite full on and it's actually had um, an impact on my health and general levels of positivity, Shock horror, I hear you cry. Natalie losing positivity. Surely the world is about to end. The apocalypse, it's imminent. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, jokes aside, the the recent events have actually helped me choose the topic for today's show, which I have entitled Self-Love and Self-Care. Now, what is self-care? I've been doing a bit of Googling. Self-care is actions individuals take for themselves on behalf of or maybe with others in order to develop, protect, maintain and improve their health, well-being or wellness. So it's about looking after yourself. It's about taking time. It's about reflecting. It's about building up reserves and it's about healing. It's also about recognising when to stop, when to stop and take stock is what I was trying to say. So how do we do this? Basic physical self-care can be broken down into into four categories or four points, if you like. The invaluable sleep. We all know we need to do it. Do we actually get as much sleep as we need? Um, We need to develop a regular sleeping routine in order to help that physical self-care. Food is another, is a second great item. We need to be aiming for that healthy diet. Um, taking breaks during any tasks that we're doing, be it at work or at home, lunch breaks if you're at work or breaks generally, get some fresh air, invaluable. And finally, exercise uh, before or after work or during the day if you're lucky, uh, lucky enough to be able to, but regularly. 
And if you have pets or children, <laughs> go out for walks with them. Take them for a walk to unwind. It's, it's really good. Great physical self-care. Now, I say all this stuff because I can, at this moment in time, hand on heart, state that when you don't do it, and if you're going through something that's tricky or a trauma or something that's affecting you emotionally, if you don't pay attention to self-care, you'll get sick. Now, I've been pretty slack with my food and exercise and generally getting out and I, I haven't been able to sleep particularly well. So I'm super run down as a result. I mean, I've, I'm really not being able to get myself well or on a good level, a level playing field, if you like. So I am living proof of why it's so important to have that level of physical self-care and why all those points are so helpful. And I'll let you know, last night I had the best sleep I've had in ages and it's really helped so some tips to help with self-care. Identify what activities help you feel your best. Now that can be a variety of things. If you like yoga, for example, practice it, do it often. If that helps you un unwind, relax, do yoga. If you like to meditate, do that regularly as well. It's a fabulous, a fabulous thing to do to unwind, sit down, relax, find peace. Do it regularly, give yourself that space. And if you like to read, do it as well. Reading is incredible, it expands your mind and it, it's, you know, it's a form of escapism. I, I adore reading and I haven't been able to read in what feels like forever. And my mind seriously misses it. I'm craving it desperately and I've actually just started getting back into books. And it makes such a difference. So if you like to read, read. What activities make you feel your best? Put stuff in your calendar social events if you like going out or you're an extrovert or you know if you like just being around people go to the cinema if you like to watch movies or just go out generally walks hiking whatever you enjoy seeing friends put it in ink get it in the diary that will make you feel good and it will help with the self-care and take care of yourself physically as I've mentioned with those four points before the sleep the food the breaks, the exercising. And where food's concerned, if you can try and get more plant-based foods into your diet, that's also great. Another valuable, a valuable point, know when to say no and say it. It's really important and you're worth it. You need to be able to say no and check in with yourself regularly. Have a chat to yourself, whatever works, the internal dialogue, close your eyes, ask yourself how you're feeling and what you need Trust your gut and it's in and your intuition and it will tell you exactly what you need. Listen to it and act on it. And it's also so important to surround yourself with great positive people. Now, I've mentioned before, I'm an incredibly positive person and it comes to me very naturally. However, when I have moments of doubt and if I'm going through a tough time, I need to have people around me who can pick me up. And I do have a wonderful, wonderful support base around me and some fabulous people who mean the world to me who've really been great over the past few weeks so it's important to have those great positive people around you and spend some time outside as long as, long as the weather's good obviously <laughs> unless you want to freeze I know there are some folk that go camping in the snow looking at you Blakey <laughs> so get yourself outside now self-care will help physical and emotional health and self-care gives you a break from stress and it can give you the all-important alone time, which is really, really valuable. And something else to consider, know your worth. Self-care demonstrates that it's important to maintain a healthy relationship with yourself as it produces positive feelings and boosts your confidence and self-esteem. 
it is also necessary to remind yourself and others that you and your needs are important too. It's so valuable. You're listening to The Lesbian Talk Show. TheLesbianTalkShow.com, your hub of podcast information. So that's self-care. The self-love angle and side of it is a regard for one's own well-being and happiness. And sometimes that means thinking of yourself first, thinking of your own well-being first. Now that's a, a tricky that's a tricky one to get your head around at times. And it doesn't mean that you go take a hot bath whenever you feel like it. But it really can mean putting your needs before others first. Putting your needs before others even at a time when the others need you or someone else might need you. Now that can fry your mind. So a good way to look at this and how I view this is the, um, you know, the aeroplane safety videos that you watch before you take off. In the video, they state to put your own, you know, if there's a whatever happening, to put your own oxygen mask on first before you help others. Because how can you help anybody if you've passed out? So it's really important Sometimes we need to focus on ourselves first and that is okay. And it's also worth noting that some folk need support with self-love, which is why it's always important to be aware of everybody around you. Keep your radar up for anybody who requires help. Some people aren't able to reflect on themselves as easily as others can, so it's important to keep your radar up. So self-love is also a way of relating to yourself that does not involve harshly judging or punishing yourself for mistakes you make. Studies have shown that it helps lessen anxiety and depression, increases optimism, helps recovery from stress and helps maintain healthy behaviour changes such as if you're changing your diet or exercise and helping maintain that. So I found this online, it's a quote and I think it's quite lovely. Kristen Neff a pioneer of self-compassion research, describes self-love as follows. Self-compassion involves treating yourself with the same kindness, concern and support you'd show a good friend. When faced with difficult life struggles or confronting personal mistakes, failures and inadequacies, self-compassion responds with kindness rather than harsh self-judgment, recognising that imperfection is part of the shared human experience. Now that's from Neff and Dam, published in 2015. I'll, I'll pop this in the show notes. I think that's really lovely and it's so, so true. How often do you find, you'll probably find you treat people around you better than you treat yourself. So it's about redressing that balance and making sure that you apply that same value of love, consideration, kindness to yourself as well. So there are several facets of self-love which can be viewed as follows. I've got them down as seven points here. So mindfulness, having an open, curious, non-judging attitude, not over-identifying with negative stories about yourself. Challenge the negative, harsh thoughts with a rational mind. So just being more mindful. Point two, self-kindness. Treating yourself kindly rather than harshly. Extending the same care and support to yourself that you would to a good friend or loved one. As I've mentioned in that beautiful um, quote. Treat yourself kindly, extending the same care and support as you would a loved one. So important. Point three, common humanity and forgiveness. 
allowing yourself to be human. I mean, it's so important to make mistakes and to learn from them. Knowing that as humans, we are not perfect, nor should we be expected to act flawlessly. I mean, that's crazy. We all make mistakes. I make mistakes. We all make mistakes. It's what you can learn from it. It's what you can take from it and move forward. So, you know, forgiveness in that sense, being kind to yourself. Act on what you need rather than what you want. I think as a as a race and a species, we our ego often gets in the way and we crave things and we, we want this, we want that, but actually we're not paying attention to what we need. And once you have what you need, you can be satisfied. So that helps with the self-love. And practice good self-care. All of those beautiful tips I've already mentioned earlier, the sleep, the diet, doing stuff that you enjoy, focusing on what you enjoy, putting things in the calendar, all of those great ideas. Set boundaries. Now, as a mother, I set boundaries for my children all the time, which is good for them because it gives them a safe zone to work and live within and helps them grow and develop. We should apply the same thing to ourselves, not necessarily the same boundaries, but we should have the same process for ourselves because it keeps us safe and it helps with the self-love and the self-care. So set boundaries and protect yourself. Finally, protect yourself. Recognize when you are feeling emotional or mentally distressed and take action. Remove yourself from the situation and practice self-care. And make sure you've got folk around you who can also help you see that if you don't necessarily pick it up yourself. So to summarise, self-care is about looking after yourself and self-love is about putting yourself first. I'm certainly practising those at the moment. Try it, give it a go and let me know how you get on. We need to celebrate ourselves more for the incredible beings we are and in order to do that we need to love ourselves and take care of ourselves. So thanks so much for listening everybody. It's good to be back. It feels like it's been so long. As always you can contact me at my email address which is nataliemillersnell at gmail.com. My website is seizethedashday.com. Instagram is seizetheday underscore today. Twitter is Nat Millersnell and Facebook is the same, Nat Millersnell. And in fact, I've set up a new Seize the Day page, which I'll share as well in the show notes. You've been awesome as always. Take care, look after yourself, keep well. You have been listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Millersnell. All contact information can be found in the show notes, together with any links to websites I may have referred to in the show. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please pop over to seizethedashday.com where you'll find my other shows and come and talk to me at Twitter or email me on nataliemillersnell at gmail.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you.